Good morning, and welcome to The Wake Up Call. As we enter in, let's shake off the slumber of our busy lives and become aware of, attentive to, and attuned with our Lord Jesus, the Messiah. Lord Jesus, we lift our hearts to you. We set our minds on you. We fix our eyes on you, and we offer our bodies to you. Speak now, Lord, for your sons and your daughters are listening. Hear today's entry from Sarah Wink. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. It is Tuesday, December 13th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. I'm Sarah Wank, and our series this December is called When Light Breaks In, Considering the Light of Christmas. And our entry today is called A Righteousness. From Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through 3 and 19 through 21, hear the word of the Lord. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. The sun will no more be your light by day, nor will the brightness of the moon shine on you. For the Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Your sun will never set again, and your moon will wane no more. The Lord will be your everlasting light, and your days of sorrow will end. Then all your people will be righteous, and they will possess the land forever. They are the shoot I have planted the work of my hands, or the display of my splendor. Now consider this. Early in childhood, we begin learning the basics of life, including the elements of arithmetic. Two plus two equals four. A number minus zero is still its whole. And it's not just arithmetic. There are laws of nature and science, too. After all, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And what goes up must come down. There are rules or laws of education and laws of life. Things that aren't proven through scientific research, but from living. Hard work pays off. Practice makes perfect. Or absence makes the heart grow fonder. One rule that is both life and science is the rule of cause and effect. You know that every action has an equal and opposite reaction is proven over and over again in real life circumstances. For every action or choice, has a consequence or effect. Some actions bring good consequences. Others, not so much. As a child, you learn fairly quickly. 
breaking the rules at home often means the punishment of time out, grounding, or worse. That kindness among siblings often meant happier parents. Proving responsibility by coming home before curfew often meant more trust from mom and dad. They say one of the most accurate predictors of a child growing into a successful adult is their ability to predict the consequences of their actions, the if-then of life. It turns out these laws or rules aren't just true for life or science. They're also true for faith. There are if-thens of faith. If God is good, then there can be no wrong in him. If all good things come from God, then God is generous with his gifts. If Jesus is the light of the world, then there can be no darkness in him. And according to our text today, if Christ will restore and redeem his creation, then we will be restored and redeemed with it. If Christ comes to establish his eternal kingdom and redeem his creation, then we will be made righteous as we dwell with him in it. And if we are redeemed, made righteous, then we will be a shining example of his glory, a righteous people, a holy nation, or the display of his splendor. Advent reminds us to long for and anticipate the coming of God's kingdom, his glorious return, and his reign that will be our everlasting light. And because God is so very good, the establishment of his kingdom isn't just for his glory, it will be for our benefit too. God eliminates the darkness that covers the earth by his rule and reign. And that rule and reign, the restoration and establishment of his kingdom, means eliminating the darkness in us. In his kingdom, people will be made righteous. Or, according to Webster's, they will be good, excellent, virtuous, or morally right. There are many things about God's coming kingdom that I can't wrap my brain around. What it will be like to be in God's glorious presence and what the fullness of God's restored creation will look like. But one of the concepts that seems most distant is what it will be like to be righteous, virtuous, and fully good. The previous verses reminded us that a coming eternity will mean all sorrow, meaning all grief, all pain, all mourning, and sadness will flee away. Darkness and dying will be no more. But today's verses remind us that the failure, brokenness, fear, and sin in us will be gone too. If you struggle with days of darkness and insecurity, hiding the sin and shadows of your darkness days, and fighting the demons of your sin-filled struggles, then the light that breaks through that darkness is the coming promise that you will be redeemed and restored too in the kingdom of God. What is hidden will be brought to glorious light. What has been shadowed by the darkness of sin 
will be lifted by grace and mercy. What is broken in us will be made whole, and we will become the delight and glory of God himself. Often, when I think of God's coming kingdom, and as Advent invites us to long for and prepare for its arrival, I imagine the enthronement of God in all its glory. I imagine a place without sin and despair, but it's harder to imagine my own restoration, that all that is lost to darkness in me will be restored in the glory of his light. If God will restore and redeem his creation, then he will restore us to righteousness too. If, then, this Christmas, as we remember Christ's entering in and long for his kingdom to come, remember that his arrival isn't just for his glory. It's for our good too. Thanks be to God. The prayer. Our gracious and good Father, If it wasn't good enough that you would enter in, offering your Son as presence and salvation in this life, you showed glory beyond our expectations in promising to come again. We are humbled that you would include us in your work of redemption. We long for the day when we will be entirely free from the sin that lurks in the shadows in us. And we are eager for the day when we will be fully restored as the display of your splendor. Thank you, Lord, for that great and glorious day. And until then, may we live as people of the light and, by your Spirit and our strength, be made holy in this life. Continue to prepare our hearts for your coming at Christmas and your glorious return. In Jesus' name, amen. The question, have you ever considered that one day you will know the fullness of being made righteous? How does it make you feel to know that day is coming for those who love him? As you prepare for Christmas and Christ's arrival here, how might you pursue more of his righteousness now? After all, why wait? Why not get as close as we can? Until then, for The Awakening, I'm Sarah Wank. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.